And now, back to David Spada and Elliot Harris for more sports and torts on TalkZone.com. You're listening to Sports and Torts here on TalkZone.com. And Elliot, you went in that black book again and you pulled out another beautiful woman. <laughs> and that's what I'm here for, right? How big is that black book? Well, it's your black book. <laughs> I just hold it for you. So you, so you don't want your wife to find it. I just, you know. You're that's the a, caretaker. That's a good friend. Basically. basically. <laughs> in studio now we have Val Capone, not to be confused with Al Capone. Oh, no. I don't think Al Capone ever roller skated. Well, he might have. I mean, roller skates were created here in Chicago, so who knows? Knowing him, he probably had some roller skating up his sleeve. Okay. So you are a member of uh, the Windy City Rollers? Yeah, the Windy City Rollers. Which rolls out of the United... Uh, University of Illinois, Chicago Pavilion. One day we'll be at United Center. <laughs> That's our goal. Um, yeah, we skate at UIC Pavilion, and we've been a league since 2004. Actually, September 16th will be our seven-year anniversary. We are on our currently our travel season. So um, we have two separate seasons, basically, because we don't have the kind of financial backing that the folks that play at the United Center do. So we have to have our home season, which runs from January to June. And we have four home teams, the Fury, the Manic Attackers, which is my team, the Double Crossers, and the Hells Bells. And we're all here from Chicagoland or Chicago proper. We skate against each other. And then from January to June, excuse me, June to November, we have our two travel teams, which is members of all four of the home teams kind of combining to be the ultimate in superpowers and taking on the rest of the world. Okay. So Saturday, September 10th at the UIC Pavilion, there is a bout, you call them bouts? Yes, um, a bout is a contest of wills, so I couldn't think of a better description for what we do than a bout. Pun- punching involved? Nope, totally illegal. Elbows? Nope, totally illegal. No checking? Oh, there's plenty of checking. Oh, that's what I do best. <laughs> Wasn't it a sport in the 70s when it was real popular roller derby? Because I remember watching yeah. the old Charlie's Angels in, in, episode. In the, in the yeah. 50s and 60s, too, with Joni Weston and the... Yeah. Yeah, Joni Weston, the Blonde Bomber, and Ann Cavello, the Lioness. But, um, you know, roller derby actually originated here in Chicago. It's um, not a very well-known fact. In my community, it certainly is. It's, it's you know, the motherland or whatever. Um, August 13th of 1935, it was created by a man named Leo Seltzer. And him and Damon Runyon uh, had a conversation at a, at a coffee house. And on a napkin, they scribbled out our sport. And it's been going ever since, but it's been in different, you know, incarnations. And now right. the modern incarnation was actually rebirthed at, um, in Austin, Texas in the early 2000s. It's still kind of sketchy depending on how you talk to you when it started 2000, 2002, 2003. But yeah, the bottom line is we now have over a thousand leagues worldwide all across. Name a country. I guarantee there's roller derby with the exception of Antarctica. I don't know of any leagues there. But yeah. yeah, there's roller derby all around the, all across the world, and it started back up in Austin, Texas, courtesy of the Texas Roller Girls. So, and um, we need to get this in the Olympics, then, don't we? Yeah, we're getting there, but you know, we got to wait till all the skating worldwide is top notch for the Olympics. Okay. Now, unlike roller derby of my childhood, you guys don't have the the big bank track. No, you know that's that's the main difference between the two is the track that we skate on. We skate on a flat track. We are part of the Women's Flat Track Derby Association. That's also the other difference, is that we are not co-ed. Roller derby was the first ever co-ed sport. Men and women shared teams, and they would do one jam after another, alternating. The uh, 
current state of roller derby is all women and flat track, but you take the dimensions of the bank track, you know, the velodrome with the rails that you're used to watching women get knocked into right. or, you know, over. Get, get knocked over, right, exactly, and you just flatten it out, and it makes it far more accessible, which is why there's only about five bank track leagues left in the world, but there's over a 1,000 leagues a flat track, because as long as you have a large enough space, you can set up a flat track, and that's you know one so of you don't get knocked into the crowd. Well, that's what's cool about it. Instead of getting knocked into the rails, I now get to check somebody into the crowd. <laughs> I mean, you always got to give her back, but oh. yeah, it's also it's kind of like a pride point. Yeah, I caught a roller girl, and if you know <laughs> if I see my dad and some buddies are sitting on the sidelines, I'm always like, I gotta make my dad proud. There goes a girl into the crowd. You so. had to check cute girls in the crowd or ugly girls to your dad. Any girl is beautiful. You know, any girl that plays a sport is beautiful to me. And they all have interesting names that I'm sure they were given at birth. Oh, well, yeah. You know, I, you know, some people call them their derby names. Some people say they're legal and Christian names and all that. And I like to say my given name, which I like to keep private, and my taken name, because it's the name that I've taken on for seven years now. And, you know, it's, it's great because you get to be this superhero on and off the track under this name, but you also get to keep your private life private. There are some girls, however, that do skate under their given names, and I, Say more power to them. Do they have good given names to skate under? Well, you know, what's funny is that we have an amazing skater um, who's been with the league since I have, since day one, for, you know, seven years now. And she used to skate under the name of Lucy Fur, which was great. <laughs> but she decided one day, she's like, you know what? I'm kind of proud of my own name, and I want to have my own name on my back. And I think that's really excellent, you know? She wants to see people cheering for her and her family's name. And her name is Julia Rosenwinkle. So she wears Rosenwinkle. On the back of her jerseys. And you wouldn't believe she was the first person of our league to skate under her own name. And uh, it kind of created a bit of confusion with fans because they're like, People what does Rosa Winkle what, mean? What's, what's that mean? <laughs> you know, it's like I can most of the names you can figure out. What, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like to tell people that it means awesome, badass skater on the track. Like the Bears new fullback Klutz? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for Julia's no Klutz. She's, she's pretty stealth. She's a very, very strong skater, and she's been a huge powerhouse for this league from day one. One of the visiting skaters that's coming in this Saturday, we're playing the Kansas City Roller Warriors, who based their name off the movie Kansas City Roller with... Um, Raquel Welch? Yes, thank you. Ooh, blanked for a second. There are too many concussions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we do have a skater that's visiting, and she's one of the most phenomenal skaters in women's flat track roller derby since the inception of... Um, she used to skate under the name Snot Rocket, <laughs> which was great, right? And she was one of those, and you know, she really lived up to her name. She just shot out of nowhere. You didn't expect it. But boy, when she was there, you knew. <laughs> yeah. And then she retired. She decided to take a siesta from roller derby, and she took a couple years off. And when she came back, she decided to skate under her own name, her given name, of Kelly Young. And so if you come out to our game, which I sure hope you do, doors are at 5, first bout starts at 6. That's the Windy City Rollers' second wind taking on Kansas City Roller Warriors Plan B. It's the B teams. It's like the training grounds for the All-Stars. Um, and the All-Stars game, the Windy City All-Stars versus Kansas City Roller Warrior All-Stars, um, that'll take place at 7.30. And Kelly Young most certainly is an All-Star. She helped lead the Kansas City Roller Warriors to their first ever um, WFTDA championship in 2005. They were the total underdogs. Nobody expected it. You know, we got knocked out in the first round because roller derby was very young back then. And, you know, we worked really hard, but Kansas City just 
fought and clawed their way to the top, and she's one of the reasons why they were able to win, and she'll be here on Saturday, so you definitely want to check her out. She's one of the superstars of roller derby. What's the purpose of roller derby? What's I never what watched. What do you mean, what's the purpose of roller derby? No, I'm saying, well, what do you try to get around as quick as you can? <laughs> I know if you know, the goal is to get around as fast as you can, or well, the goal is to knock people into the board. I, that's all some of it, yeah. A little bit of everything. Little, yeah, little this, little that. Basically, you have five skaters per team on the track at any time, and um, one of them is called the Jammer, and she wears a star on her helmet. She's the only skater on the track that can score points. So the jammer's job is to skate through the pack legally. Like we said earlier, no elbows, no fighting, no punching. And it sounds like, oh, well, that takes all the fun out of it. But I got to tell you, there is something beautiful about, about watching a skater use her hips and her rib cage and just her giant th- muscular thighs to shut somebody down as quick as a punch could. Because anybody can hit somebody, right? right. But nobody right. can finesse their body in such a way to but lay somebody out. You have to and, do that while you're skating. Yeah, now. while you're on wheels. I mean, it's not just like walking up to somebody and checking them. I mean, anybody can do that. You watch, you know, people do it all the time. But there's something to be said about <clears throat> doing it on wheels. So that jammer has to skate through the pack of skaters. Now, that pack consists of two positions. Um, primarily, they're all blockers. Um, there's one, you know, special cla- specialized class of blocker known as the pivot. Um, they're denoted by the stripe down the center of their helmet. They're basically... Your on-track captain, so when they, you know, they're usually at the front of the pack. They'll start on the front line. You can't start ahead of them. They're like the pace car, you know? Okay. When you see them, you they're going to be hollering, speed up, speed up, slow down, slow down, inside, outside, calling plays as they go, you know, audibles. <laughs> We're a real sport. We have audibles. It's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're like the quarterback. Uh, sort of. It's, it's hard to wrap your mind around, but once you come see it in action, you're like, that makes total sense. And then David has three young daughters who are oh, p- potentially well, there's skaters. Actually, yeah, there's actually junior roller derby, which I'll definitely tell you about. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> my little one, she's checking her sisters already. She's only five. Well, you got to bring her to the game on Saturday. Um, yeah, and then there's the other players, which our job as blockers is basically to ruin your day and rip your face off <laughs> while assisting our jammer, our point scorer, through the pack. So it's a lot of chaos and a lot of mayhem, and it's one of the only sports I can think of. I want to say maybe the only sport where it's offense and defense at the same exact time. There is, I mean, because I'll be blocking you. So you go both ways. Yes. Hey. <laughs> well, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. We we do. You have to be skilled at both. And it's not just, you know, you're an offensive player or a defensive player because nonstop you're switching back and forth because I'll be blocking Elliot to the inside while I'm giving you a whip around the outside. And the whip is a very common move. David likes the sound of that. <laughs> the whip is a We're very... We're just offensive. <laughs> well, that'll happen. Um, the whip is a very common move that people remember from back in the day of old school roller derby where, you know, you take the girl and you kind of slingshot her. Right. Well, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's really exciting because all of a sudden out of nowhere you get this like power burst. Right. But, you know, sometimes the whip can be very subtle and it's just a positional thing. And it just is enough that I could be, again, blocking Elliot and taking you and pulling you to be in front of me to get you better position on the track. So... Okay. Tattoos mandatory for all uh, participants? No, not at all, but we don't we don't discriminate. We don't care what your skin color is, your hair color, your eye color, if your skin has tattoos or not, what your sexual preference is, what your religion is, what your background is. I mean, I'm a beer vendor. That's what I do by trade. I'm a hey, bud here kind of gal <laughs> at Wrigley Field. I'm also working at United Center this winter, so come say hi. Hi. And, um, you know, we have lawyers, we have doctors, we have stay-at-home moms. We have teachers, we have grad students, uh, we have retail management, we have bartenders. I mean, if you name it, you got you'll it. find it on the Windy City Rollers. How do people 
how do people become involved if, if they if they think, okay, I got some skating chops, I want to give this a shot? Well, and there's not just for skaters. You can get involved and be a volunteer. We're always looking for statisticians, our non-skating officials, our NSOs, and of course our our referees, uh, the men and women in stripes that make it a legitimate game, not just a bunch of good-looking broads knocking each other around. Um, so you can go to windycityrollers.com is our website. We have volunteers at windycityrollers.com. If you come and help us set up the floor. In exchange, not only do you get our undying love and affection, and I guarantee I'll probably tell you thank you a million times in one game, but you also get entrance to the game for free. So, you know, times are tough if you can't swing the 20 bucks, which is very minimal when you think about all the other teams in town. 20 bucks for a doubleheader. Where else are you going to get that? Oh, exactly. What kind of, do you wear traditional roller skates or roller blades nowadays? Uh, no, we wear quads. Yeah, old school roller skates, as you know. Um, but if you're looking to try out, you can just email tryouts at windycityrollers.com. And we have informational brief meetings at every bout in case, you know, ladies are in the crowd going, man, I got to get into this. I got to do this. I just don't have enough bruises on my body and I sure could use some more. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a good way to but, do it. But you should war- warn the women that if they're looking to get rich off of this, it's not quite the right sport. No. Uh, rich financially? No. Right. Rich with memories. And yes. as I said, bruises? Definitely. People always ask me like, wow, you must get paid so much to do this. This is your, like your full-time job, right? And my answer is kind of confusing to them because, yes, to me, it is a full-time job, but I earn my paycheck at Wrigley Field. We don't get paid to do this. It's 100% volunteer run from top to bottom. Um, we actually pay dues to do this so that we can afford our private practice space, our lawyers, our doctors, um, all the ibuprofen that we go through, <laughs> all the ice packs. that has got to come from somewhere, right? So we pay dues every month. And all the money that we make for one game, we donate a portion of the proceeds to charities every single game. And then whatever's left over goes to put on the next game and the next game and help our travel team travel and pay for merchandise and things like that. So, yeah, it's it's completely DIY if you want to get involved in something that's grassroots. And maybe someday, sure, because, I mean, when Papa Bear Hallis started the NFL, he paid his guys, what, 25 bucks a game, maybe? You know, he paid him. I thought, I thought <laughs> no, I think I, I thought think, that's what he was paying when he died. Yeah, he must, I was gonna say. I'm that's looking at the tattoos. Baby. I see. Who's the girl of? Oh, uh, it's an anime tattoo. She's. That's actually where Elliot and I met. Uh, was at Comic Con at oh. Wizard World Comic Con. So uh, we and some of the other girls were working a table there, uh, just you know distributing info about roller derby and yeah, it's anime characters. I love Star Wars. I love. All the really super dorky stuff. But I'm also a super jock. I mean, I don't know if you noticed. You got those. a Cubs tattoo. You must be a Cub fan. And a Bears tattoo. Yep. I'm one of those. <laughs> I was born and raised on the north side, so I grew up right like in the shadows of Wrigley. I got to ask you about being a vendor at Wrigley Field. There's sure. a vendor that looks exactly like Scotty Pippen. Yeah. But don't call him Scotty. No, no, he no. gets so mad because we have season tickets. The guy yelled Scotty. I thought he was going to jump him. No, nah, he doesn't get super mad. But as you can imagine, he gets asked that like all day long. So he's a super cool guy. If you just talk to him and, and if you tip him well, always tip your vendors. <laughs> and you got one that looks like Eddie Money. Yeah. Yeah, we got a bunch of guys and girls. You know, it's it's a it's a great thing. Much like roller derby, where, where it's like a co-ed sport. Beer vending really is a co-ed sport nowadays. It's that, a beautiful thing when you see a lady pouring two beers at once, two tall boys of old style at once. That helps keep you in shape. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, you have to be strong to to vend beer, just like you got to be strong to play derby. I mean, we do so many hours off skates. We do so much conditioning. We have, um, you know, we have up to seven, up to six days a week available practice and depending on how many practices we offer in a month you have to meet at least half of them to be eligible to even be considered for a roster now that doesn't mean you're going to skate like for example tomorrow i'm actually an alternate because we try to rotate our skaters because you can only have so many skaters per bout so i'm actually an alternate which is great because my allergies just flared up but 
So if people aren't in Chicago and can't come to the UIC to see this, can you watch this online someplace? Yeah, there's actually a really great website that I'm, you know, slightly biased, but I'm also a part of. It's called derbynewsnetwork.com. It's kind of like the ESPN of roller derby is how I like to describe it but with a little bit more of a personalized twist because there's definitely lifestyle articles. We also have an offshoot website called derbylife.com. Um, but it, it, it will give you, um, power rankings for all the leagues in, um, they have, um, well, they just released them actually. Currently Kansas city roller warriors are power ranked number seven on DNN and windy city rollers are number nine. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very close. And actually the last time we skated each other was 2008. So it was like centuries ago. I mean, you guys know sports. Yeah, right. One season, one season can make such a difference. So we're going into like three seasons of not skating each other. Last time we played them, we beat them by 116 points. It was. Is that good or bad? That's not a very good game to watch. Okay. Um, the thing with roller derby is that you can have a 30-point loss and realize what a close game that was because you can make 30 points in one jam. So, you know, as I said, where the jammer has to skate about – and she picks up the points by passing every person legally. We have up to two minutes. That's the that's the length of our, our quote-unquote jams. Like baseball has innings. We have things called jams. That's the breakup of our periods. And there's two half-hour periods. So it's a one-hour game. Um, so in one jam, I mean, the record right now, I, I want to say, is 39 points. So a 30-point loss really isn't that, that that devastating. But 116, that's definitely like an out-of-reach loss. Okay. But, Is there like a rock and roll atmosphere to all this? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, Texas Roller Girls kind of coined it and trademarked it, the rock and roller derby, because it's totally true. You know, we have we have music going at all the games in between the jams. And, you know, what's really cool, too, since you have a five-year-old, you said? Yes. Is that your oldest child? Five, six, seven. Oh, my gosh. And you have or, no, no, eight, eight, <laughs> seven, eight, seven, five. They just had birthdays. They'll be eight, seven, six in a couple months. Oh, five three oh nine. Anybody? No. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> no, it's a bad joke. <laughs> oh, we're getting a sign here to wrap it up from our producer. Oh, okay. But um, thank you very much for your time, Val. Yeah. Well, definitely come on out and bring your kids. It's a very family-friendly environment. It is rock and roll, but we have the kids come down to the track every game. We high five them when we skate out of the tunnel. We have kids games at halftimes, things like that. So come on out. To, um, David will be there with his helmets. And his I'll be there awesome. with my helmets, and yeah. I'll be there cheering you on. Well, come out Saturday at UIC Pavilion. Doors are at 5. Tickets are 20 bucks in advance. I, I believe they're 22 at the door. You can also buy them on Ticketmaster for a little bit extra for the service fee. Um, first game starts at 6. Second game starts at 7.30. And then you can definitely come and party with us at the after party at Bottom Lounge. Very good. Thank you very much for your time. That was Val Capone. Rower Derby. Rower Derby is extraordinary. Excellent. <laughs> Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll have on Hall of Fame manager Tommy Lasorda. You listen to Sports and Torts here on TalkZone.com.